listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Words that I made up, you say my name alive. Words that I made up, you say my name alive. Baby girl, I made it up. Let me do it to you, do Slacker, get this shit jumping like eight blacks. Fold crackers, get your ass jump. Chris sipper, six dipper, wrist glitter, nigga. Gat buster, ass toucher, clit liquor. Go against jigger, your ass is dense. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty cents? Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Saturday morning doing feedback. It's your feedback. Yes, uh, it is. You know, a after Christmas edition of feedback, a post, uh, a pre New Year edition of feedback. So, yep, yep. a lot of change. The Mayans did not kill us. So we are all, uh, nope. still alive. Yes, and we are. Assuming that they, uh, you know, made sure that they, uh, carried the one and all the numbers were correct. Uh, we're still here. Um, so, uh, you know, of course our feedback show at the Blackout Tips, uh, which is a comedy podcast. We do three times a week and you can find us a bunch of ways, best of which being go to the blackouttips.com, find all the contact information and ways to do feedback to the show at the blackouttips.com slash about. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you can, uh, put in on this by, donating to the show subscribing to the the actual web page uh you know we have forums uh we also have uh 
polls for every show that you can vote in. Uh, you can leave comments on the episode. Uh, you can leave comments on your votes in the poll even. So these are all easy ways to stay in contact with us in addition to the hard work we do, just spreading the word by doing guest spots and all this stuff. I think this week Karen was on the Hot Pod podcast with Ty Diamond and his uh, friend uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, we both did spoil reviews, uh, spoil, another spoil movie review, this time for Django and Jane. And, uh, I was on, uh, The Evening Jones with Bomani Jones. So, three guest spots this week, uh, when most of your podcast took days off. Hmm. Yep. That's right. We work hard, y'all. Um, but yeah, make sure you check that out. Um, you can also do stuff like email the show. We read those, uh, the blackout tips at gmail.com. Uh, we don't guarantee that those get read, you know, depending on the content and what it's about and how long it is. But, you know, you can email the show. You can also leave us a five star review on iTunes. If it's five stars, it will get read. It'll get read live on the show for everyone to hear. Yep. It's the only one guaranteed avenue to make sure it gets heard on the show. Uh, you can call the show and leave us a voicemail throughout the week at 704-557-0186 uh, sometimes we open up the phone lines during the feedback show depending on how pressed we are for time um, and you can always uh, we'll let you know when that's open but uh, if you do leave a voicemail make sure that it's under 3 minutes um, as nothing you have to say is that fucking important so let's keep it <laughs> 3 minutes or less 3 minutes is a very long time people right 3 minutes is a long time so Especially when you're talking to yourself, to us. Right. Take some notes. Keep it short. Wrap it up. But, uh, yeah, you can leave voicemails throughout the week and whatnot. Um, you can also donate to the show. You can buy stuff from the store. Um, every time you buy anything from the store, we get $1 off of it. So we're not uh, ripping you ripping off, you off. hiking the prices. Yeah, and if it is a high price, that's because that shit costs that much. So uh, make sure you guys do that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um yeah, and I think that's about it. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Ryder Miss Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And of course, uh, the show has a couple of things that we have to talk about. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. All right, let's get right into uh, the people who donated. It was Christmas. I feel like uh, Christmas should be a big week for for people that want to donate because uh, you know that's when the hearts and minds are open so let's go check out who all donated um monica c she donated to the show with a recurring donation so we will see you again next month thank you monica thank you sweetie janie um she donated to the show thank you very much um all i remember about janie i forget what she wants to be called but that she don't want to be called by her government so i'm just gonna stick with janie and leave it at that for now um larian hollywood yes hollywood larian he donated to the show recurring donation um oh man mr clark marcus clark he donated to the show but Um, take them kids and just don't beat them so yeah (laughs) don't let them get in from the inside um marvin uh bridges mr bridges he donated to the show recurring donation thank, thank you. you jessica kang she donated you know the official librarian of the show yes um yes. putting in with the recurring donation paul, paul andre joseph sounds like he should have his own brand of alcohol i like that name i do too and sound like he's a character in the bible <laughs> so yeah he's a black the black he's a middle uh he's a he's a black uh disciple that no one talks about yes no 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 jesus really really had 13 yeah you know i got with uh black paul andre 
uh all right so yeah make sure you check uh thank you for helping us out we appreciate that um miss crystal donated to the show thank you very much miss crystal thank you lady we appreciate it um i don't know if she has the official boobies of the show but she should um <laughs> my man b cole from the cubicle negroes podcast well uh, i believe formerly of the cubicle negroes podcast we'll find out more about that we gotta have them all back on the show but yep uh he hit us with the recurring donation uh i have to say this person's whole name because i think it's so cool uh Helen Van Lowe. I didn't feel oh, like from the Van Lowe estate. Right. I feel like rich people name. Like, uh, Mrs. Van Lowe will see you now. Like, oh, yes, please I don't find me. Uh, but yeah, uh, she donated to the show. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, we also had uh, Marsha Hale. She said, hey, Rod and Karen, I should have done this for Christmas, but I didn't get a chance to. So here's an early New Year's Donny from at Archangel, not Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Go to hell, Rod. Love you. <laughs> oh, and can I be the official Caribbean, Caribbean Canuck of the Blackout Tips? One love, people. Yes, you can. Yeah, sure. I don't think you have any competition, competition for, for that, that one. Mm-mm, me either. Caribbean that was all yours. Canuck. I think maybe Shirley, but she hasn't ever said anything. So It's your, it's your it's spot, yours. baby. It's all yours, Archangel. Um, Jason hartman he donated to the show thank you very much angela p with the recurring donation thank you baby mm-hmm. and uh that's all for this week but that was a lot i just ripped them fast i guess but yeah she uh everyone donated and we had people that signed up for recurring donations thank you thank uh, you y'all keep this ship afloat yeah i know it's christmas time so people are hooking us up um all right so what do you want to do first we have comments on the show and the polls and itunes reviews and voicemails just a ton of feedback today karen what would you like to go to first and let's do itunes all right man so to leave us a five-star review on itunes you just need to sign up for itunes or download the program go there put your uh info in um and then find our show by searching for it and leave us a review make it five stars we'll read it if you do it from a different country just let us know about it and uh we'll try to track it down and read it on the show like we found a couple new ones today um and you know itunes lets you go in and change countries and all this stuff so it'll take us a couple seconds to switch between countries but we'll we'll get these read um awesome show five stars um this one is actually from the uk i believe no No, australia Australia. Mm -hmm. this is from australia down under yeah well good day mate as uh uh american trying to sound australian would say (laughs) hi black guy who tips nation as many of you know i'm a huge nba fan but i (laughs) wait many of us know this is trevor halachwako okay many of you guys know him and many of you know he's an nba fan okay so don't even try to act like you ain't um but I have a secret to share with y'all. If I had a chance to be reborn as any player of the league right now, I'd be Sean Marion. What? <laughs> Sir. <laughs> no, not Kobe Durant or LeBron, but NBA champion Sean Marion. He's got a great, he's got a great jump shot and I would, son of a bitch. I would like to replicate it. He has more rings. I would like to replicate and he has more rings than LeBron and Durant combined. Oh, and if, well, not anymore. This is uh, March 2012, so thank God that's over. Oh, 
and if i could pick a team to play for man holler me at the boston celtics <laughs> my second favorite team behind the bobcats anyway but in all seriousness rod and karen are awesome hilarious insightful and most importantly ratchet this podcast is a must listen thank you trevor from all the way down under from, yeah from way down under uh with, with a little bit of trolling there but uh we appreciate it uh nevertheless um let me go find the uk real quick and uh we'll look up those too um like I said, sign up for iTunes. Leave us a five star review. Tell us what country it's from if it's not from America. Yes, and, and that's if your country it. lets you leave, because some some countries block like comments. Really? Yes. I'm assuming China, maybe. Yes, they do. Yeah, China be- was like, no, you can look at it, you can listen, but you ain't leaving shit. Yeah, it might be the hugest in China. We'll never know. I know, right? Because they can't get any comments. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh, Karen, you said there's two new ones from UK. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Hermit ish, Hermit underscore ish says consistently good five stars. Love this podcast. I've yet to be disappointed by an episode. Always amusing and interesting by turns. They have a varied array of, of guests that allow them to see, to raise different issues for discussion. Also love the review of the ratchet read crazy funny recent news stories. I will be lost without them in my rotation through during my daily commute to keep me awake behind the wheel. I, whoa, we can't take any breaks, huh? We don't want this guy running off the road. I know, let's, let's keep talking then, sir. I'd encourage anyone to give the show a listen. And, uh, this one is Barefoot Kid 86, five stars says, best weekly podcast. Even though we do these three times a week, but I see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> he get us weekly, so that's all that matters. Ever since I discovered this podcast, work has gone from involving me wishing people would talk to me to me wishing they would shut the hell up so I could hear what Rod and Karen have to say. I can definitely say, uh, yeah, we're really good for inner office uh, communication. I can definitely say I prefer that they have guests on as they interact so well with extra people and jokes are plentiful. They put me on to so much good music this year. I adore guests the race. They also are a lovely married couple who show that married couples can work together without tearing each other down. Great show. Much love and respect from London. Keep up the good work, guys. We will. Thank you. And uh, you know what? I think we'll keep the marriage thing going, too. Thing. Yes, I you convinced me. I was uh, put in a touch few, and go. Put in a few more years on this. Yeah, I was touch and go for a second there, but uh, because of this man's praise of our uh, inner workings of our relationship, I think I'm think I'm willing to get this thing another shot. I'm glad, sir. So I'm glad. I'll re-sign up for this, and uh, when it's time to renew, yeah, yeah. When Ti releases a new CD, we'll reevaluate this again. Oh Lord, as always. Mm-mm. It's uh, based on our marriage off of uh, Well, we be together forever again because he'll, he'll get locked up one more time. Uh, Ted Juso says, Digital Gold Five Stars is from America. Thank you, Rodney Karen, for the entertaining content. Thanks to ingeniousness of internet streaming, there's a plethora of content from a black perspective. No longer are we limited to television slash regular radio where views are pre- pre- predicated on networks and sponsors. So, yeah, he's saying... Be your own radio, as we said many times. Mm-hmm. It's a shirt in the store and everything. So yeah, yeah be, be your own radio. Own radio. Uh, I don't remember if we read. Did we read King Beef? Oh, I don't know. We could read it again. Oh, man. I don't remember. I really don't remember. Yeah, we do so much too. Sometimes people comments get read. Oh wait, I think times. so. He said, "I'm all right." Rod and Karen are so funny. I listen to your show while traveling and laughing so loud. White strangers look at me funny. 
This sound familiar? Yes, that one does. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, Most Jones, creator of OneBrotherToAnother.com, as he gets that plug in. That's what you do. Uh, show is hilarious. It seems as if you're listening to friends talk about stuff that you're interested in. Rod and Karen are hilarious, and the guests are always great. Rob Parker RG3 segment was classic. I wish you all more success. So Thank you, sweetie. All right, man. Well, those are the reviews for this week on iTunes. Thank you so much that left us for people that left us a five star review. Yep, if, five uh, stars only. If for some reason you didn't hear your review, it's probably because it was not five stars, or you're in another country or, and mm-hmm. we don't know where to look for you at. <laughs> All right, so uh, Karen, what do you want to do next? We have uh, this comments on the page, and you want to do that next? Yes. All right, let's go to the comment section on the page. Um. Episode 399, Dreaming of a Black Christmas. (laughs) And this is where we did a kind of a radio version of the show. We played a lot of uh, black Christmas music and had our commentary on it and uh, had a good time as we did our feedback show. uh, Yes, sir. I'm sure everyone sipped their eggnog and sake or... Uh, whatever else you guys sip early in the mornings um, before Christmas and uh, had a good time with us. We did. We had a great time. We had one comment on the show. Karen, this is from Terrell Uh 713. Karen and I were laughing, well, at least on the internet version of laughing, at some of these tracks when she initially asked about Christmas songs on Facebook. Yes. On the real, the last verse on that death row, Santa Claus goes to straight to the ghetto track produced by Snoop, who knew, is one of my favorite verses in hip-hop. Trey D, who, along with Goldie Loke, formed the East Siders for, for my West Coast hip-hop historian, spit fire while everyone else on the song seemed to be on some well-lit rhyme. <laughs> what I had forgotten until y'all brought it up, a LaFace family Christmas was that Outcast Players Ball was on that CD and is therefore a Christmas song as well. It was just another quality episode spiced up with Black Christmas jams, and I thank you both for the amazing gift. Happy New Year, and we are we what are we going to refer to as 2013? I, I feel like the 2000s have been lacking the cool nicknames from the nine nickel or or the nine pound, like the nine nickel or the nine pound. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we don't get. Too many cool uh, nicknames, nicknames these these years. Um, I don't know what we'll call thirteen. Uh, maybe the last year ever. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the Mayans called it. Um, the poll for the show was: Have you ever had sex? Would you ever have sex to Christmas music? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Sixty three percent of people said they would have sex to Christmas music. I believe and that. Thirty seven percent of people are a little too uptight and would not give you the pussy or the dick. To the, to the Christmas music. Uh, they just ain't with the right person. They feel like Jesus is going to be watching. Miss Christopher says, <laughs> Rodrin, how you going to be making babies to baby Jesus music, huh? Mary didn't have to go half on a baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, actually, Mary's the only person in history that did go exactly half on a baby. That, According to the legend, she did not go full on a baby at all. Um, no. But once In fact, she, she got it with no action. Yeah, yeah. She literally went half on that baby. It was like, no, no, no orgasms for you, woman. Take this baby in your belly. But once you get got that banging gift you wanted, that is the time to put on some regular old certifiable, got nothing to do with the immaculate conception of our Lord and Savior, baby making music, and have at it. 
I'm just saying though, but y'all are right about black folk making all the Christmas songs sexy. Even the Temptations, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Sounds like they putting in that work on a strong and even pace. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Rudolph, come on and drive my sleigh. Winky face. Hugs and kisses, Miss Christabel. <laughs> HC says, nice of you to point out that Take Six has made some baby making Christmas music, but it's deeper than just that. As someone that went to Christmas school, I can tell you that many a lady has had it put on her to take six. Oh Lord. <laughs> not just not just the Christmas music, but the straight up gospel. My fave my personal fave is actually I'm gonna go ahead and get back to the topic at hand. <laughs> <laughs> um with that, flashbacks I see. With that background mentioned, of course I'd get it in uh I get it into some Christmas music. So H C is uh Stands for Heathen of Christ, because apparently, <laughs> yeah, you're fucking these women to take six. Isn't that sad when your go-to move is to take six? Uh, we also had episode 400, Be a Lady Tonight, with our guest Amber P. and Goody. Seems mm-hmm. um, like uh, from the internet response and stuff, a lot of people really enjoyed the show. A lot of people enjoyed the it, it was fun. I went back and listened to it. We had a great time, and it just made me, I'll never look at that song again, and I had a great time doing that with y'all. Yeah, I'm glad I saved it uh, to talk to uh, all lady panel about, you know. Um, we had comments on the show. Uh, you know, our 400 episode, a lot of people were really excited about it being number 400. Um, the says, so what I've learned from this episode is that we need a rap genius for old music because the symbolism is fire. Yes, it is. Uh, random excess says, luck be a lady is from the musical guys and dolls. Uh, you knew somebody would, uh, make sure that Amber P got that right as a local theater, uh, person. Yes. Um, that's something new. Seems to know everything. They, some, you know, every time she comes on the show and cites something, if she forgets at all, because, you know, Karen and I are so unfamiliar, we won't correct no. it. No. Uh, <laughs> somebody always chimes in. So there you go. Thank it's you. From guys and dolls. Hi, Rod and Karen. Y'all niggas are just too damn funny. This is from Patrick. The breakdown of Luck Be a Lady trumps that mystical song y'all did a while back. Who knew that's the, that's the life dude was about? Happy holidays and keep doing your thing. Eric McLaurin says, you two are so funny. I caught you on Bo's show and wanted to check you out. I'm glad I did. I'm catching up to all the old shows. Luck Be A Lady was so funny. Guess the race. Just how well you and your wife connect comically is great. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you, sweetie. Um, AC says, love. I'm glad some some folks think I'm funny, baby. Of course you're. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad that they see it, too, because... There was a time on the show where people be like, Rod is great Karen is country, and I just love that she's ratchet. And then, <laughs> it's like, well, Karen says a lot of funny shit, too, I guess. Yeah, I get all the credit for the funny shit and all the blame for the for the fucked up shit. Yeah, even that's if tra- I said you get the blame for it. So that, that's the like this. And you know what? That's one advantage about having a vagina is that you get blamed for everything because you got the penis. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> yes, sir. AC says, love that commercial, love the song. That song was a soundtrack to a couple of Vegas trips. May have slipped up and called a woman a dame a time or two. Ah, Sinatra, not a dame. Sinatra was on it back then. Yeah, they spoke in code, man. I, I feel like Frank Sinatra was the first person to, to 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 say that "see you next Tuesday" thing instead of "cunt." And women didn't even know they was getting insulted. I, ain't that the truth? They just thought it was sexy. Right. That could literally be a song and shit. I'm lady is a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Fucking up my good time. Oh, of course. 
I'm just trying to watch the game. I'll see you next Tuesday. Everybody's like, yeah, man. He's we'll too see jazzy. see you next Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Right. Nobody was even thinking. You know what? If you put uh, magical horns and beats mm. and make everybody feel like they want to dance, people forget what you're talking about. That's what it is, man. They don't want to hear it. They just want to dance. Um, the poll for the show is, would you attend one of Goody's sex classes? Because Goody uh, is um, a person who teaches people how to have you know better sex mm-hmm. and um she has all kinds of classes about it and um sells like uh different um pleasure devices and mm-hmm. things like that um so i was like you know i wonder how many people would and wouldn't go because i feel like a lot of men's egos get in the way a lot of men wouldn't go mm-hmm. i think um she was saying that you know male attendance can sometimes be low uh because dudes just think hey i gotta figure it all out and all this stuff um so uh we checked the poll it was yes they would attend one of her classes 78 percent with 22 percent saying no so i actually think that's pretty good numbers though mm-hmm. like the 78 percent of people were like yeah fuck yeah i, I go to that class so what learns and and the, and the funny thing about it nobody male or female knows everything about sex if you think you know everything about sex i'm gonna tell you right now you're wrong J Project says there's always got to be at least one. At this point, it's four yes and one no when he voted in the poll. I know there's plenty of shit I can learn from her class. I don't know about other dudes, but I would personally love to learn proper cunnilingus techniques and make young ladies come hard as fuck. All in my mouth. <laughs> Keeping it real. And I drink her juices down. Ooh, pussy juice tastes so good. Almost better than sake. <laughs> Uh, this might have been a while for J Projects. Uh, let's see. Almost better than sake. And I know what y'all thinking. And no Asian pussy juice does not taste like sake. Y'all racist. <laughs> Tonguey face. Tongue face. The KC Stork says, we talking about practice. Not a game, but practice. Uh, Goody, Miss Crystal says, Goody was great. And of course, I take a class. Too bad she's in Texas and about to secede from the union. Hopefully she'll get out before the cheddar started to boil over like fondue. Oh, Lord. Uh, shrug face. Jordan says, without a doubt, niggas got the game back with sex supposed to be like a contest of who can pledge each other the most, or at least to me it is. Shit, I'm trying to be the impossible white man of fucking, so I'm always down the line. Ah! I hear you, Jordan. I know it's so. That's some very proactive people in our audience, man. And uh, we appreciate that, man. Because, you know, a lot of people out here just feel like they're at the top of the world and nothing could get better and there's no need to learn or try anything new. So it's always good when you have people that go, yeah, fuck, why not? You know? Um, always get better. We are episode 401, uh, Black is unchained uh where we had casey and chris layman from uh-huh. the black is podcast they said they wanted to redo on the show yeah, so we let them do it over again yeah and i thought they did great um i thought they did good the first time but me they too really loosened up and uh for those people that like to hear us talk about relationships all that stuff they got a treat because there's like an hour and a half of unplanned just relationship talk <laughs> on the show. Um, so that was cool. It was. Um, let's see. Tyler Perry just fucking floored me. This is from Russ. His comment on the show. My homie's new girl suggests we, me and him and my wife, watch for color girls because me and my dude could learn something. What? 
Oh, I prepared myself for the rape screen. Y'all hinted at, but fuck, man. Well, I didn't hint at it. I haven't seen that movie. Me either. Look, I don't watch Tyler Perry movies. Like, I don't think he's very good. So, it, the the racial implications and all that shit don't even really get to me because I would never see a, that movie. It's too bad. Um, when Ricky from Barbershop dropped them kids off and said, "Okay, I'm done." Get niggas got shitted on so hard, dude. Who got some action after a date to see this shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not a turn on i already don't fuck with tyler but i will never i i feel i will i feel spike about him uh going to see Django tomorrow through though nigga so i don't know what that last couple sentences mean but okay dad's right sin i guess Django is a panic cleanser oh yeah yeah but when he said i already don't fuck with tyler but i will never and I feel Spike about him. Maybe he agrees with Spike. Yeah, come on, okay. Spike will constantly be hating on him. Oh, cool. Uh, Dad says, having Casey and Chris from the Black Is Podcast is a nice treat. It's good to mix that West Coast class and some down south ratchet. They are ratchet too, sir. Don't even try. <laughs> Have you listened to their show? Like, they, they, they are nice people, but they hide it well. But you listen to that show, listen to some of that off, off mic. They are ratchet too. And that's why I love them. Would not Same here. would not have them on the show if they were only classy, and they probably wouldn't be on the show if they could only be classy. classy. <laughs> All the shit we talked about, come on. Uh, I think it's great that now we can take the historical backdrop of American chattel slavery, have fun with it without pussying out on showing how fucked up the institution of slavery was. I don't think Django Unchained was insulting to my ancestors. I didn't think the use of the word nigger was excessive given the context of the story or anything like that. It was just as brutal as a lot of the books that I've read that depicted how slavery was back then. If the movie made you feel uncomfortable in certain parts because of how whites treated people of color, good. That was the point. Finally, a movie showing white people that like to throw this subject in black people's faces during discussion of American slavery. Yes, there were black slave owners, foremen, and all that shit. But if you think that they were treated equal to whites because of their station, you really misunderstanding the system of white supremacy in those days. Yes. And yes, it was hilarious. Some of the jokes were creative uses of the word nigger, Hercules nigger, nigger please. Um, made me laugh so hard I was in pain but I had to catch my anger when the white people next to me were laughing even harder that scene with the white people in the mask nigga my theater artist was in, was in here rolling white black whatever nothing's wrong if it's funny right the action dialogue and performances Django is great as a film but even better as a conversation started the issue of race in America still is hard to talk about but this movie seems to bring in all audiences looks like a pretty good opportunity to talk about slavery I thought and I kind of hoped at first it would piss off all the white people but only Fox News and Spike Lee seem to be bitching and who takes them ah. who takes them seriously anymore nobody so alright yeah man uh, I think also uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know I guess I didn't have the same experience, but I, or maybe I just don't care um, that much. But I really did notice if white people were laughing harder or it, what they were laughing at it, in our it, theater, and there was some in there, but mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Like, nope, I, I I I was laughing so hard at stuff that you know I don't I don't know who was laughing harder than me or not. Uh, Ken, were you gonna say something? I'm sorry. No, I mean, like I said, I, I, and I just had a good time. My thing is that when it comes to a movie, a movie needs to be entertaining regardless of the subject. Uh, and I think that regardless of the color of your skin, it, it, it was supposed to take you on a ride. You know, and you came in, a lot of people came in with preconceived notions, and some people were shocked, and some people were not, some people were disappointed, and some people were not. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, would you entertain? Yes or no? Yeah. 
um so we actually asked that question did you enjoy Django for people that saw the movie and whatnot the uh poll uh options were yes no or haven't seen it yes got 44 percent of the vote haven't seen it got 56 percent of the vote which means no got zero so the only people either having that are in our audience have either enjoyed the movie or not seen it yeah um which i think sounds about right because i feel like there's some people that you know either haven't had the opportunity to see it i mean it's still early in the movie cycle it cannot are people that go to movies early and often well when they first come out but also um i feel like the kind of people that have these issues know that they have these issues going yes going into the movie yes some of them will brave the theater anyway but they're not really expecting to be uh excited you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so um they're not really expecting to like it so i I feel like the people that braved this uh experience and didn't like it just aren't in our audience or haven't voted yet or haven't seen it yet but i think a lot of people that ha- are you know uptight about it are just not going to go see it so yeah and, and there's no problem with that it, it, the issue and, and the issue that i have uh and it to me it doesn't matter if you like it or not the issue that i have is almost like the hip-hop debate people if you say you like it well i didn't like it everybody just feel like they gotta tell you why you don't have to explain nothing to me yeah i, I mean it's a good conversation starter and yes, i it, it is um Amy and Jackson, the D is silent, says, <laughs> Nigga, I love that shit. D is silent, by the way. It was a great period piece that looked like, like that looked life through the eyes of any nigga in the 40s with our mindset from now. Kill Whitey and get paid. Peace. I'm out. Yeah, I thought that was another part of it. Um, this, to me, uh this is the third revenge movie that um tarantino's made mm-hmm. um the i would say uh kill bill mm-hmm. volume one and two mm-hmm. count that as one movie mm-hmm. but you know about a woman who basically gets killed for quote unquote uh you know cheating or going to get married and leaving this man and you know it's a you know of course women uh it's a, a uh, in, in his way, it is an uplifting movie for white women or yes. women of, in general. Just yes. You're downtrodden. You, you, your sexuality and your body are seen to belong to the white man. In this case, uh, my man from Kung Fu. But, um, <laughs> but the point being, you know, it starts with her getting killed and, uh, because she's trying to get married and she's pregnant and all this shit and you know it ends up being a revenge movie about her getting her child back and and all this stuff and and taking vengeance on the people that you know snuffed out her tried to snuff out her life mm-hmm. um then of course in glorious bastards which is you know the boogeyman of all time the germans getting their comeuppance from jews who you know are on a mission to go kill hitler and kill as many you know nazis as possible yes sir and then this movie so the revenge so to me it's kind of incongruous when people say i fuck with um these other two revenge movies by tarantino but somehow this one is different Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much of that is just racial uncomfortableness with, oh, yes. you know, the fact that this is a real situation that might it pertain to them and pertains to some unhealed wounds still in America. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, uh, I, I this just I think that whenever you bring up slavery 
everybody gets up in arms, black and white, for, for various different reasons. And I feel like slavery happened. There's nothing you can do to erase it. But at the same time, it's like you don't want to make slavery sound like it was peaches and creams either. Mm -hmm. So I, I completely um, I understand people and their emotions behind it. But at the same time, you have to get to a point that in order for our country to move on, we have to understand that we can talk about it and we can discuss it without it being... This now I won't talk about it. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to talk about it, and other people going well. Fuck you. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I feel like that. Like people just shut down because of the topic, yes. not because of the movie. Really. No. Um, and some people are gonna be sensitive about that shit. And to me, I don't belittle them for it. I don't think you should see it if you're sensitive about race too much to enjoy the movie. Or if you don't like violence, because when we did a uh, spoiled movie pod, somebody came in to me they like violence. Okay, if you're not a violent person and you already know how he directs, don't waste your time. Yeah, why would you see yeah. any? Any Quentin Tarantino and, and that's, movie. That's my point. It's like you already go in going, I know I'm not going to like it. It was too violent. Of course. But you already knew this. Don't like It's shit that I don't go see. I don't like scary movies. I, guess what? I don't fucking watch them. I know I would not enjoy them. Mm -hmm. uh, the other comment was from Canuck Duke. The D is not sound. He said, I've seen it twice this week. Once to watch it purely as a film and one, time, and one more time with some friends for some people watching. I plan on going this Sunday with some cousins and possibly one more time in Detroit to get that hometown vibe you guys were talking about in the spoil review. I never paid to see a movie twice until Django Unchained. It is definitely my movie of the year shortlist. So, yeah, that, like I said, man, I had a good time. Me and, too. Uh, you know, I, I felt like the audience had a good time in there. All right, you ready for some voicemails? Let's do this, son. All right. All right. You really are ready for some watching me. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, Ryan and Karen. This is Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina. Now, listen, I was just listening to you guys' feedback. So, first of all, I wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Now, it's Saturday night where I am. I know I'm not going to be able to hear it until after Christmas holidays. But uh, I wasn't able to make it to the feedback show this morning, so I wanted to wish you guys Merry Christmas, first of all. Anyway, second of all, I just want to comment on this uh, J-Rod character. Now, now, now listen here, fella. Now, now J-Rod, this is Stephen Richards talking. Now, this is what I want you to know now, but uh, you ain't supposed to call in so much, all right? Uh, <laughs> now, now, I think Rod did the right. To, to, to give you the, the raining man music because you're you're calling in and you kind of sound a little bit uh you know of the other persuasion if you know what I mean but anyway uh, I'm not mad at you or anything Stellar but you just got to know what it is now when you call into TBGWT you got to know how to behave you got to know how to do it okay you can't just be calling in. With some random man's bullshit on your mind. Now, you got the feedback on what's actually going on on the show. Now, you hear what I'm talking about here? I'm talking about what you did on the show. So, I'm actually talking about some feedback, all right? Now, you ain't talking about no feedback. You're just uh, talking about some sports teams and some damn random games that you were just sitting around watching with your, with your pecker in your hand or something like that. But anyway, this is uh, Stephen Richards signing out. I just want to. Let you know, buddy, hey, you can't be calling in and, you know, as they say, fucking up the rotation, okay? You can't be doing that, all right? 
right, you have a good one. If you got any problems now, you can contact Stephen Richards. I'm I Stephen Richards on Twitter, and I'll take care of you, buddy. All righty. Okay. All right. Well, Stephen Richards is not too pleased with uh, J. Rod calling so many times last week about random shit that he had on his mind. So, um, yeah, J. Rod, watch your back, man. You're making the people mad. Hello, Rod. Hello, Karen. This is Justin representing H Town. Uh, I just listened to the show where you, with Chris Lambert where you guys were talking about Quentin Tarantino and the use of the N word. Um, I saw Inglourious Bastards, and throughout that movie, there was not a whole lot of disparaging comments about Jews. And we cannot say that during that time, the Nazis weren't saying the most horrible things about Jews. They were treating them worse than the niggas. It's just that Quentin Tarantino goes out of his way to place nigger in his films. Like, the dude is, the dude is racist, and fuck him. Even his mentor doesn't like him, Spike Lee. It claims that he's a racist as well. And he, every movie he's in, every movie he makes, that goes in places that doesn't need to be said, that he says the word nigger, and he has this character say the word nigger. So I'm still going to watch Jango Unchained, but I wish they had found somebody else in Jamie Foxx, because that nigga's a terrible actor. Anyways, Quentin Tarantino is a racist. Quentin Tarantino is a racist, and I'll take it to love the show. Peace. Thank you, but question for you. Why are you going to watch it? Yeah, that's my that's, first it's, question. It's, it's, it's like, it's, I'm not trying to be funny. It's like, it's, it's like, you know your aunt can't cook. So why you don't go over there and eat her food and be bad the whole time eating it? Like, it makes no, it's like you already are angry. You already say fuck you. You already don't like the way he directs. So don't, I don't know. To me, it's like, don't waste your time then. Um, and also my thing is, no, he's not racist. I think people, I think a lot of black people and people in period just have issues with the word nigga. And I think a lot of black people feel like because he's white, he does not have the right to direct and put the word nigger in whatever it is he's doing but he has the creative uh um capability to do whatever he wants to do as a director that's why he makes the money he makes and and people go watch his shit he can pay to put that in there and no i don't think he's racist or anything like that like and there's nothing he has done to show you that he's racist he's never you've never had any articles or anything come out about him or any you know uh clashes with any you know black group or anything like and this is just me on the outside looking in there's nothing to me that lets me think that he is a racist so unless you got more proof other than he uses the word nigga we don't have nothing to talk about yeah uh here's the thing number one uh there's a bunch of shit going on here um you have to remember that a lot of Inglorious Bastards takes place in Germany and what like they are referring to them as uh as different slurs and stuff. I think the opening scene has Christoph Waltz uh calling them uh different names. I'll actually try to look up the dialogue yeah, for and it. And a lot of it is that we don't know them. So as far as well, we're not familiar with them or whatever the case may be, so we have a tendency to overlook it here in America, but they still slurs. Yeah, and and also, you know, we're not sensitive to that. No. So is is not really um it's not really the same um for us you know so uh is 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 not really like there's no equivalent to the word nigger in any language in any um that we have any attachment to history to you know that lasted as long that has is such a dirty and muddied history to it that 
the only thing that like you're looking for an equivalency that not just doesn't exist in film doesn't exist in life true so you're not going to find it Mm-mm. you know what i mean so it's like you can be uh upset about it if you want to um but i feel like for the most part uh niggas just want to be mad like you want to run and be the first in line to be offended you've taken offense before anything's even happened just the idea that this guy would do this movie uh another thing too uh i've always found this curious people hate when white directors completely whitewash uh reality you know people didn't like this series girls because uh lena dunham didn't have any black people in this film in brooklyn uh people don't like uh wes anderson movies because there's nothing but white people in them there's no blackness to it but when a director throws out a token black person then there's people that don't like that because it's like well you just put a token nigga in the movie it had nothing to do with niggas why are you trying to patronize me and then you have the directors that you know do the other you know that that have a a movie about black culture but you know or kind of like um sons of anarchy where they go cast all these black actors but but they're not realistic. Yeah, none of them are scary as the white people. They're from they're more familiar with what a badass white dude looks like. To them, just any black dude is a black a badass and scary. Yes, right. When he look like your uncle from the bank. Come on now. Right. So I, I feel like uh, that you know that's part of it too. Um, so so I, I would say that uh, you know people get caught up in that. And then my last thing is Quentin Tarantino has shown a love for black culture. Yes, he has. And I think what this all stems from is in the movie Pulp Fiction, he plays a character that says the term dead nigger storage like six, seven times. And people are mad because in this scene, he has a black wife and, uh, you know, I think he has a child in there. He has a black hitman friend, obvious. Um, and neither one of these people are mad about his use of the word nigger. And, there and and it's you know to me it was more uh funny in a like in a derisive manner like uh or just you know uh kind of like a chuckle of isn't this absurd and people have held that against them forever because people aren't very complex or very smart to them it's just well you know what that dude's racist that's how he really feels about black people because they've been looking for every moment in his films to go this is how he feels about black people you know why as to me i look at, at his films and find a love and a respect for black culture that most uh white directors are either afraid to express or, or ignore oh yeah or completely unfamiliar with yeah you and, know and, i don't think any white director can make jackie brown i just no. don't think he could you know um i don't know i don't know that uh uh they 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 definitely couldn't make Django. they'd be scared Mm-hmm. you know yeah, and and also uh we, and when you somebody he also you say he works with the rizza does all his music and like a lot of the music and the context and all that stuff a lot of black people are familiar you know how many people went to go see this movie don't know who the fuck tupac is don't know who the, who 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 um a lot of the people are in the music so but if you're black you can put a cultural context to it and you like okay this makes this scene even better a lot of directors wouldn't go out their way they were like hey my audience is not gonna be familiar with this so you know why would i put a tupac in here or, you know why, why would i put this and that in there but he's like 
this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it my way. And also, I think a lot of people uh, don't like Tarantino because Tarantino go fuck you. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's no, you're looking for, you know, it's that oppressionist dick measuring thing where it's like, our oppression is different than your oppression. It's like, right, but there's no N word for Jews. Like you can, there's slang that people have used over here in America. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there's no, we don't know what the, like, that, like kike and shit like that is not something that, um, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, this is, Germans was kiking it up all the time. It's a cultural thing that is passed on for years and years. Like it's just not the same. In this movie, you know, uh, Christoph Waltz character, Hans Landa is comparing Jews to rats and shit like that. Um, you know, like it's just, uh, you know, talking about them hiding them, uh, in the, you know, it's, it's so ridiculous, um, to say like, to even come away with this, like, like, oh, in that movie, it's like they just love the Jews. It's like, no, they also were very disrespectful. If you're a Jewish person, um, you might feel somewhat, uh, you know, offended or mad. Or maybe there's some Jewish people that can't watch this movie. I don't know. True. But the point being, what they went through, as terrible as it fucking was, it's still not the it's not slavery necessarily in this in the sense of to us in America we are much more familiar with that struggle like in here in America we get to feel like the liberators and the saviors of the day who went over there and helped free Jewish people and stop, stop the Germans and all this we get to feel that way about the, we don't have a good feeling to attach to slavery yeah, and it's not a lot of history about that here in our country yeah, we don't have the same, but just more importantly, we just don't have the, uh, the, we don't have that resolution that we have with, like, we have moments where we're like, hey, we spent lives over there in Germany so we could stop the oppression of Jewish people. And we feel like you can feel like, yeah, America, we fucking did that. This is our slight, this is our shit. Like, to me, it's the difference between walking in in the room and stopping a rape and living with the idea of being a rapist. It's two completely different ideas. Yeah. So, the context and all that is going to lend to more hurt feelings and more closeness to what actually happened. Because one thing is, I walked in, I stopped this dude from raping somebody, and I'm a hero. The other one is, I'm a fucking rapist. And even though I stopped the rape, eventually, I'm a fucking rapist. Like, like you have to look back at yourself and feel that way. So I, you know, I feel like that's part of it too. Like the cultural distance from it, uh, hand is, is a lot of it. So anyway, uh, next voicemail, but yeah, I can't believe you still went and saw that movie. That that's ridiculous. You sound like you just want to be mad. Yes. Yo, Roddy Garen, what's going on? It's your boy, Denzel, the black chivalrous nerd from blackchivalrousnerd.com. I'm calling because I'm listening to the current episode that you guys had with Miss P and Miss Giddy, which, by the way, I highly uh, give you guys two thumbs up for that. Uh, definitely, for me, definitely learn some stuff. I'm definitely going to try out that, uh, that that 30-day water challenge. <laughs> of, um, but also, I heard you guys asking about what song the uh, Lucky Lady Tonight came from. came from the Broadway show Guys and Dolls. So uh, there you go. I know you guys are wondering, and you want me to a Broadway nerd, so uh, here, here it is, your unofficial Broadway nerd of the show. All right, guys, peace. 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 
um yeah man well yeah well, i think we're gonna hear this correction a few times throughout the show uh as a lot of people seem to have caught it and uh, went I'm to go look it up because did, i didn't yeah um all right well thank you dens and uh good luck with the 30-day water challenge hey rod it's jay rod you know a gym boy from the south side oh okay so this is, this is my first voice my other day well i'm getting caught up you know, you're, you're, I'm getting, I'm just, I'm addressing the first, the first voicemail, the first, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm confused at this point. But, oh, it's all good, man. I understand the theme music issues, you know what I'm saying? I have to prove myself as a loyal fan. You know, I understand. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm gonna keep listening. You can offend me clearly. That, that, I mean, that's not a big issue with me, cause I'm gonna keep listening. That, I find your show to be hilarious. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't show it to my wife or because, you know, that's that's just a side that I don't want to see out of it yet, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what about cheese? Like, I knew about cheese maybe around the same time, like, when, do you remember the first, I think it was the first episode of the Boondocks, where they were talking about uh, Mr. Wessler, and Grandpa, Granddad was like, uh, you know, you, you, I'm going to tame this man, this angry white man with cheese. And lo and behold, you tamed him with cheese. So I, I'm not gonna lie, I experimented with that because I gave my boy man some sharp cheddar one day, and he went ape shit, dog. Like he was like, "Yo, I didn't know you love cheese that much." And also, that's why I hit you up on Twitter the other day and was like, "Yo, man, what kind of cheese do you make in your macaroni and cheese?" It's very important. That's not, I mean, that's the key and element. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I asked. And you just said government cheese. And I I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Really? <laughs> government cheese? That shit don't even melt that way. You know, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, man. Well, I'll get at you, man. All right. Peace, Karen. Peace. 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 Thank you very much for uh, calling, Gerard. Uh, we appreciate it. And, um, yeah, Karen made that macaroni and cheese. Uh, so I didn't know what to, what she put in it. So <laughs> I said government cheese because it was funny. Uh, I don't respond to everything, uh, completely serious. So, uh, some shit I just had to laugh at because y'all shit is so random that y'all are asking that, uh, niggas can't do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's, uh, check out the next voicemails, see what they had to say. Bro, that oh. damn boy is 25 coming live from the south side. So I'm listening and I'm like, man, what? I got like violins in the background. I'm like, oh, no shit. I'm finally got my own thing here. Oh, I'll let you pour it. I'll let you pour So I'm like, oh, man. Oh, oh. So I tell my manager, I'm like, hey, man, new podcast. Like, I'm pissed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Rossi put me on him. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, where am I? Yeah, man, we talk about some funny shit. That's some funny shit. Oh, he was like, yeah, you called in. I'm like, yeah, man. So we chill, we listen, whatever. And I showed him some recent episodes, you know what I'm saying, to get him caught up. So you just gained another fan, by the way. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, right, slowly but slowly, I started hearing, hearing the tune, and I was like, oh, no. Rod did me like that. It's right there, man, dog. For real? For real, my nigga? For real? I can't complain. I mean, I'm a fan, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. I'll take it. But can we get some, like, violins or some shit? I like, I'm, I'm a fan of acoustics, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Some guitar riffs, you know what I'm saying? Some ACD, hey, some ACDC, Thunderstruck. Yeah, hey, that's my shit, dog. Hey, just let you know. No, I just, think just we found, I think we found your music. All right, man, peace. 
Peace. Peace. I don't think he understands. Most people that got their themes didn't pick their own themes. Nobody music. picks their themes. No. You going to be a fan? Be a fan, nigga. These are the rules. Now, you demanded some your own theme music, and I acquiesced. You think Larry likes Lotus Flower Bomb by Miguel, uh, by Wale featuring Miguel? I don't know if he no. does or not. <laughs> he might love it. I don't know. But that's his music. That's how it happens, okay? It's like a nickname. You don't get to pick it. If you wasn't so thirsty for a nickname, you'd be fine right now. You'd be listening to it in acapella, and you wouldn't have to be hearing uh, the weather girls every time uh, you pick up the phone. Anyway, next voicemail. Hey, Rod. It's J-Rod. It's young boy, 75 from the South Side. Hey, that ASU voicemail was directed towards, uh, I can't remember that, but it was two dudes. At Atypical um, Sports. U of a, I think they know it. They're both based out of Tucson. And, you know, it's kind of foggy in my mind, but I just remember that uh, their producer went to jail. So the producer of their podcast yeah, went to jail. Atypical Sports. And he made a slick comment about ASU. And I know he goes to U of A. So that's where that came from, man. Yeah. That's all that was. My mm-hmm. bad. I'll stop with the random thoughts, guys. I apologize. No yeah. problem, j right? Uh, I say you call them and leave a, or you, um, go on Twitter and hit them up on Twitter. It's real easy. At Atypical Sports. And then you say, fuck, whatever. I forget which school you like. Uh, they, they'll, you, they'll or, let you know. Or, yeah, you tell them, fuck that school that they like. And y'all have it out on Twitter, man. My Twitter is not the only Twitter on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You can hit up anybody. You got time to ask me about cheese and macaroni. You got time to ah! look at the show notes, find these niggas Twitter, and ask them about ASU or whatever it is you want to talk about. Next voicemail. What's up, Rod? What's up, Karen? It's your boy Keith from Dallas, man. I'm calling in. Um, I wanted to say uh, thanks, you know, you two. You know what I'm saying? For adding some you know, some sports to the podcast that was pretty cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I know Karen did all the damn work and she made everything happen. Yes, I, I did. I know that Thank nigga you. Rod didn't do nothing. Nothing. I know he didn't. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to say, um, you know, Merry Christmas to you both, man. Both of you. And, um, you know, I know you guys don't give gifts, but hey. You actually did give one. You gave your podcast to me and everybody else in the, in the Black Guy Who Chips Nation, you know, family. So that's a gift within itself. And then, you know, hey, I appreciate it. The show was great. And the last show with Amber P. And um, Goody, I listened to. Classic, man. Straight podcast gold. Um, yeah, that shit Goody go hard to paint. And Amber, wow. You know, <laughs> hey, man. That chick is the shit. She the bomb, man. So, hey, I appreciate it. You guys be easy. Take care of yourself over there in uh, North Kakalaki. And, uh, yeah. Oh, snap. I'm going to call back because I got some some family business to talk to you guys about. You know what I'm saying? That I, I kind of heard on the last podcast I want to address that shit. So, y'all be good. I'm out. Peace. Peace. Um... Yeah, and uh speaking of having impact, uh my mom asked about Keith at Christmas. Yes. She calls Keith, him she be concerned about you, dog. Yeah. She wanna know if you was locked up or not and she also calls you the criminal. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you got that going for you. She's like, What about that criminal be calling y'all shells? 
the criminal. God damn. <laughs> I'm like, he ain't no real criminal. I hope not. <laughs> Next voicemail. Yeah, what up? What up, family? Check this out. On the last podcast, well, you said something about somebody that won't have a pee on the show. Who is this motherfucker? Right. And what is he listening to? She wouldn't tell Amber me. Amber P is straight got on, man. You know what I'm saying? I heard this chick do guest appearances on other podcasts, and it is off the chain. You know what I'm saying? She always makes people laugh, and she seems like a pretty sweet young lady. And I can't yeah, understand why somebody would, you know, fuck with the Bruce Lee of podcast. Yeah, and they say this chick can't catch bullet with her teeth. Nigga, please. She's doing the damn thing. She is. And for the motherfucker who hates it, because I'm all about the season greetings and, and you'll tie get. You don't have to listen. Leave your, gam- leave your goddamn donation. Yeah, while well, I'm looking out for you. Leave your donation, hater. And, you know, go on about your damn business. Because she We rocks over here. We have fun. All that hating shit, take that shit somewhere else. To another fucking podcast. And stay your ass out the nation. Now, I mean, if you want to really be bold about it, I mean, how about just come on the show and make your fucking personal feelings known? Don't send out a personal message of blah, blah, blah and all that shit. Talking about, well, I don't let him feel on the show. Bullshit. Why I commend you for bringing her back? Because you know what? She gives good show, man. She does. She watches the goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, what more can you say? You know what I'm saying? I mean... I, I think that's some old side-talking bullshit for the motherfucker hiding in the shadows and shit. You ain't called the so-say motherfucking hater. I am. So don't be hiding in the fucking <laughs> shadows like that. And I'm sending that warning shot with, with no problems all the way from Dallas, just so you know. I don't like haters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can say some shit is whack, you know, but hey, think about it this way. She's family. Family is whack. Family bust their ass to get on the show and really give us entertainment. I'm all about that. That's a cool shit. Because on the cool, you know, hey, don't nobody have to do this shit. Because you hate her. So, you know, why don't you just stand the fuck down? And I don't know whether you're male or female, but you know what? You're sorry-ass, trifling-ass motherfucker. Bottom line. That's how I feel. That's my opinion. And that's what it's going to be. <sighs> Let me see this off my chest. Oh, don't trust them niggers over there. That's special <laughs> for that fucking hater. Don't fuck with you, buddy. Whoever you are. Like I say, be, 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 be real. Come out the fucking shadows. Let your shit be known. Yeah, keep from Dallas, man. I'm out. Peace. Peace. Man. Um, yeah, I don't know who the name of the dude is or woman or whatever. Um, Amber did not tell me, so... Um, she just said, I just heard it about it on her show. She was talking about someone saying that they didn't like her being on the show. She brings all her shows down or something. And, you know, that's part of the thing, man. If you put anything out for public consumption, you're going to get trolls. You're going to get people that try to get to you. And here at the Blackout Tips, man, we don't negotiate with terrorists. So <laughs> you, you bring that shit over here, man. We're just going to keep it going, man. Like, it's not... um you know, uh, it's, it's same thing I'm on Twitter yesterday. Someone was asking me about some shit. Like, well, when are you going to finish watching Buffy? It's like, 
this ain't a negotiation it's my twitter feed fuck you if you don't like it it's fine i just ah and yes i am uh petty and will unfollow your ass back so mm-hmm. Man, I, I don't have a problem with that at all i feel like you control your own twitter experience like you you in control of, of who you see on your timeline and they in, they are in control if they follow you back or not yeah this is not a relationship on some like uh if i don't want to hear anything you got to say but you need to listen to me fuck you mm. like that's just not how it's gonna work so if you feel that way uh just like you no one has to follow me i'm an at will follow so you I know, know so if you don't like the shit i'm talking about unfollow i won't be mad at you or anything like that i'm not gonna hit you up um peace so it's you know and that's the same thing with the show uh, it's also i know you were saying like uh just donate your money or whatever I don't want your money if you hate the show or you hate me or you hate the guests. I don't want it. Hate, hater money don't spend the same. Fuck that shit. Like, I don't want that. I don't want, I'm not at that point where I feel like, just give me your money. I don't give a fuck if you hate me. Like, we're not making money off of this show like that. So let's not even get into that territory. If you don't like us, don't fuck with us. Ain't that the truth? You know, that's it. Five star reviews, saying all that shit aside. Like, if you don't, that's why we say give us a five star review, even if you hate the show, because that's the only fucking way I'm letting that negativity get in my spirit. It's Ain't just not the truth. It's not gonna be part of our show. It's not gonna be part of my life, and uh, I'm not dealing with it. So, no. once we get that fucking famous, then I gotta have some people that'll manage Twitter or something. Because yeah, we probably will. I'm not dealing with that shit, man. It's not up to me to deal with your negativity when um. And we've had, you know, good friends of the show. We once time I don't like Brandon. I don't like Brandon from Where's My Forty Acres. You know what? Well, Brandon's back. You know, oh, yeah. he was on Sunday and he's back on Thursday because no one gets to dictate what the show is. And I like the motherfucker, and that's actually what matters more than y'all. Like more than anything. This is like unlike radio and stuff where you're kind of beholden to the listener mm-hmm. and you're at the will of ratings and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. The first and foremost thing about this podcast is that it must be fun to me and Karen. Ain't that the truth? And the thing is that we love you guys being an extension of us, but at the same time, we do this for us. Right. I love MP. I'd have her on every show if I wanted to. Ain't shit y'all could do about it. I know it's so. And Amber, we y'all love stop you. Stop listening. Keith in Dallas is standing up for you, girl. Don't, girl, we love you. Yeah, it could be the Rod Karen Amber P show, and niggas would just have to deal if that's what the fuck we decide. I that like the honestly. Truth. I don't know who the people are that feel like they, you know, we've blocked people on Twitter and shit. Like, I just keep it out. There's one dude, um, that Timothy Allen Heller dude that was mm-hmm. dissing HBCUs. It's been over a year. He continues to tweet negative things about the show, you know, for this trolling ass corny self. And it's, I just laugh because I forget that he exists except for, as a troll, right? Trolls supposed to not have feelings. We hurt him to his core that years, uh, years later, he is still trying to find a way to use the hashtag to get someone to pay attention to him. Like just begging for attention. I don't reason with that. I don't negotiate with that shit. I just laugh at the fact that there's a nigga whose feelings are so fucking hurt. It makes my teeth white. It makes me smile. It makes my day better to know that. <laughs> He sees people retweeting us into his timeline and gets upset because he's a little bitch. Like that is hilarious to me that that's a thing that happens. So, um, all right, next voicemail. Yo, Ryan and Karen, this your boy Mudrow. Uh, I was listening to the Frank Sinatra 
Frank Sinatra song, and I was just thinking one thing y'all y'all forgot about. Shit, he was going hard about about Bone. He was like, "Gee, you let that nigga Cherry Bone? I know I look better than him." I <laughs> do. <laughs> Yeah, he did have a couple of lines in there about letting the other guys, you know, get a chance. So he was pretty upset. Um, all right, we got some a bunch of emails, a bunch of emails. So let's just try to get through these. Um, uh, I guess uh, we have time to open up the phone line. So if you want to call, uh, you can call now, 704-557-0186 is a phone number for live calls. Uh, we might be rushing you off trying to keep it short. Karen does have to get her hair did. But, um, oh, yeah. For New Year's Eve, no, I ain't going nowhere. I don't give a damn. I'm still going to look pretty. Uh, all right. Imposs- the Impossible White Man. This is from Kwame. Uh, he says, uh, after watching the latest episode, Never Gonna End Piece of Shit movie Resident Evil, uh, with the fam, so I guess he watched the latest one. With yeah. the fam, we didn't get I- to go see that. We didn't. Uh, and I'm feel sad about that. I wish Me I had. Too. Uh, after watching that with the fam, I realized that it deserves to be classified as an Impossible White Man movie. Of course. Oh yeah, we've seen them all, but this last one. All of the Resident Evil movies are Impossible White Man movies. A possible white man movie can star a woman completely fine um classified as an impossible white man movie i mean this bitch alice has died how many goddamn times a lot and the latest did (laughs) (laughs) oh i like that word yes and the latest did one i don't know if he meant to type that or to be funny if he just fucked up but latest did is uh my word of the day if, if this was Wee Herman's playhouse all the people would be dropped confetti would be dropped from the ceiling and the Yay! chair would be laughing yes uh anyway in the latest did one i watched today apparently they took her powers at the very beginning she got shot at the end of the movie and shot and the shot wound healed like nigga how Oh, I just want to nominate the ratchet and dying ass bitch to the impossible white man hall of fame. Cause ah! in all seriousness, who here thinks this bitch is ever going to die? I'll wait. So there you go, man. Uh, and I don't know if this is his signature on all his emails or it says alcohol just tastes better in a hot tub of topless bitches. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I like that motto. So apparently that's his uh Christine writes in take six is the title of her email. Hey Rod and Karen. Just shooting y'all a quick line. I grew up listening to Take Six as our Saturday cleanup background music. Mama is super Christian. I never thought about getting pussy to take six though, and you know what? You're right. That music is sexy as hell. Plus one of those dudes is Brian McKnight's brother. Wow. So pussy instruction manuals must run in the family. Fuck my childhood. <laughs> Understood. Understood. And uh Christine Wright wrote back in, she said, DJ Karen. Karen, ma'am, you are so on with your hyping Justin Bieber, little drummer boy. I swear for God, you had me popping it on my chair in front of this microscope. <laughs> I would argue that Karen's ad libs made that song fire. Thanks for doing what you do. Love you. Well, yeah, um, I'm gonna need those ad-libs to be on the real track because uh they were playing that shit for christmas uh day for yeah. nba yeah, yes they was that song is terrible so but they ain't play the whole thing you just heard it beginning with the drum beat and he'd be like bum, 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 bum. Yeah, they, they go to commercial when, break they ain't play when they got ratchet and <laughs> no, Rhymes mm-hmm. on there like in the middle nigga with a center in a reindeer no, you no, know they, 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 nba didn't go that far 
Mm-mm. <laughs> she was like, Justin Bieber Christmas? Yeah, we're going to play this. Wait a minute, just play the first 30 seconds. That's all we can, that's all we can play. Josh Wong writes in, how's it going? Listening to your podcast from Sydney, Australia. And watch your live stream when I'm at work doing night shifts because of time difference after hearing you on the evening, Jones. Woohoo! I don't get the cheese thing. I have three types. As they have three types of Subway, and it confuses me. <laughs> Wait, is Josh White? Or you, you, we need some. Maybe you're maybe you're not a white person. I don't know what what race you are, or anything. Uh, but the cheese thing is, uh, we basically created a stereotype that white people love cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is to offset the many stereotypes about black people, but some of the main ones being white, black people love watermelon and chicken and fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And we all know that everybody loves watermelon and fried chicken. Yes, they do. But somehow black people got stuck with that. Now look, everybody loves cheese pretty much, but we're going to stick this one with the white people. Y'all deserve a stereotype, white people. And this is our way of helping you. It's, it's, it's ridicule, but it's inclusion by ridicule. Just take it. I know your egos aren't used to it, but just take it, man. It's part of the game. Um, I usually just say what I, whatever one is closest to your hand when they ask me what cheese I want. Well, I'm sure that goes great with the $5 an hour employee. I bet that conversation doesn't get terrible real quick. <laughs> They're looking like, what, 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 yeah. what, this is, this is not go with the manual, huh? Yeah, they're used to being told what to do. You say, whichever one's closest to your hand, they're you like, make it, they'll make a choice. which hand? What's close? <laughs> Define close. It's all relative. If you look at the uh, Einstein's theory of relativity, you'll see that, uh, anyway. Um, uh, but anyways, thanks for keeping me entertained while I'm supposed to be working. Uh, and he laughed and he says, Josh Wong. Now his last name is Wong. He could be Asian and therefore not know anything about the cheese, you know. That's true. Thank not you. a lot of cheese in Asian dishes. Yeah. Thank you from down under. Uh, but yeah, thank you, mate. Um, been listening for some time and really enjoying the podcast, says Richard Way with the longest email I've had in quite some time. Woo-hoo. Whew. Let me drink some water first. Nigga wrote a lot. I'm a novelist, Richard Way. But I just want to point out that it is official according to recent announcements by the Human Genome Project. Race has no biological, genetic, genetic or scientific basis unless, of course, experiments are designed to use preconceived presumptions that a biological basis for social categories exist and are then and are used to shape research models and interpretation of the results of those methods, which is, of course, only a method discriminating against those from a different culture or social category or class, social class or reinforced preconceived prejudices that are continued to exist despite the proof that race is only a cultural concept those who do so are usually those who want to continue discrimination we currently call racism so he's basically saying if you see race you're the problem you know like you're making you're you're the one being being that's continuing racism okay going by a scientific definition yeah which has nothing to do with fucking people in the reality of how people conceive race yeah it's one of those people that goes i don't see race basically and i'm saying i don't see gravity i don't but it exists right 
I feel it all around me. Yes, this is why I don't float I in see, the air and float I see, away. I see the evidence <laughs> of it. What I need you to know, do yeah, is... Yeah, when shit hit me upside the head, I see it all the time. Yeah, you shouldn't be sending this to me. Send this shit to police officers that pull you over for no reason. Send this shit to, uh, you know, politicians that say that you're brainwashing a sheep and that's why you, like, this, I'm the wrong person to send this to if this is going to be your thing to send to people. Um, he goes on to talk about the color of skin and how that's controlled by your chromosomes and hair growth and shit like that just different ways that people can look and all this shit um i'm not reading all this because one i've heard it before and two i'm bored by it and i find that it's uh condescending and a bit disrespectful um but uh you know, I understand that race is a cultural construct uh, to a certain extent. The problem is we live in this world where it is a thing. I know it's so. So it's like your theoretic shit can happen, but you're only I think people only use these theories to avoid the absolute smack in the face proof that things can be racism and things can be racist and things can be based on race uh, as egregious as those things can be. Um, whenever you're smacked in the face by that, turning, it's like turning to a victim of a rape and going, well, it's not really rape. Rape isn't a type of sex. It's only, sex is just, you know, penis in the vagina. Now, if you just, you know, didn't want the penis, I mean, it's still just a type of sex. So it's like, nah, get the fuck out of here. And, you're like, you're, and you're talking to me as, and it's trying to devalue, um, my take and my opinion and whatever so and, mm-hmm. and also for me too um it's almost like the why factor yeah you can have all these theories and all this shit but you know what when you take all those theories and you put it in the real world like people people even scientists have to have experiment experiments why because no matter how much you studied and you mapped it out it's some unpredictable shit that you can't explain and guess what's unpredictable people and how they treat each other based off of the color of their skin yeah and it also feels like this was just copied and pasted from somewhere and thrown into the middle of this email um so and like i said it's just condescending like remember differences in culture are important culture is what separates the new york california and english socialites from the rest of society thank god it's like that seems like you just copied and pasted that from somewhere like honestly um the part i'll read the parts i think you wrote keep up the great podcast when i have money to contribute provided my family doesn't spend it first yours uh richard way so thanks rich but yeah, we thank yeah, you yeah you can save us with the condescending lecture on what race is to a black person uh and please don't do that to any other black people and definitely don't try that shit in real life um <laughs> because uh it won't work yeah people might not take that too well you no, telling them basically like racism don't exist I know you think you're black but let me tell you it's really culture and yes. it doesn't really exist yes and i know your hair is curly and kinky but let me tell you all hair is alike yeah mm-hmm. i know that, that you it's like uh slavery was just uh you know randomly coincidentally happened to pick all the black people at the time <laughs> it's like you know let's 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 not let's not go there and yeah it's it's really not it's not gonna work out for you um telling that to people all right um japanese porn industry Oh, and then also, you know what? It's like they want to take away your right to be offended by 
the what, circumstances and what of people say what has happened in history you want to erase it and that's not yeah so. it's like don't talk about this thing you know normally and i'm not saying that's what you're doing no but that's normally what these things are pre- presented to people in the context of oh I, this is just don't don't talk about it you know like, this is, it doesn't really exist we just all stop put our head in the sand it's like it goes away and it doesn't no it doesn't it, it doesn't it and you really, can't solve really anything doesn't. that way Mm-mm. you can't solve issues you can't solve problems you can't move on and like i said no matter how much you throw scientific uh things at people the reality is is that you're dealing with people in a social um society who socially interact with each other you're 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 erasing people preconceived notions how people were raised you're you're erasing all that stuff you're right you you want to act like racism don't exist because my science says it doesn't exist yeah so yeah i just wouldn't send that to anybody else if i was you especially not a black person um and especially since it's mostly used to devalue black opinion or the opinion of any minority group or of anyone who is not of a white male type privilege because to be quite honest uh it's it's like to me saying well um the, the race doesn't exist so it's like well how did black people end up being the slaves and indians and everybody but white people you know in in the context of uh the vast majority of american slavery you know what i mean how come uh segregation existed you know how come my father couldn't go to a school with a white person for a while and my gra- and my grandmother never could and stuff like that like those social constructs do exist we're we're not even debating whether you want to bring it up through like the validity of saying race is kind of uh pointless because we're not trying to say it as as like well you, you, you we we care about the scientific basis of where this comes from we're saying we see the impact it has on our culture i know it's so and on the relations of human beings mm-hmm. and therefore we're going to discuss it um now if you don't want to be a part of that discussion you don't have to be a part of that discussion but don't try to shut it down with that kind of stuff um and uh don't feel like you're educating us because you're not we know these things but we feel like reality trumps the theoretical scientific version of but race isn't really a thing like just get either grow some balls get used to talking about race and listening to us talk about it on the show or don't but definitely don't try to shut it down with that kind of stuff um japanese porn industry from emperor l he says hey ron and karen i'm a big fan of the show and i've been meaning to send an email give some feedback for a while but procrastinating is a whole lot easier than clearly organizing thoughts and criticisms <laughs> that's true since episodes 400 and 401 have been somewhat porn oriented well aren't they all i figured i'd get your opinion on the japanese <laughs> porn industry oh that's right because casey knew so much about, yes because she lived over there yeah it was cool man um and how is almost 100 percent different from the american porn industry when it comes to the treatment of the actresses in japan porn isn't the end of the road for a lot of girls it's actually the beginning porn can lead to non-pornographic roles in movies and tv shows well, we've seen some of that here with Sasha Gray and whatnot, but I feel like you're right. The vast majority of our society has this puritanical view of sex, when? not women, sex. And it is, and, and, and because the men in porn don't become stars either. Like 
none of these people are allowed to transition in the mainstream basically other than a couple here and there true right? okay true so so like we have a puritanical vi- version like vision of just sex in general so we're always coming down on these people so you're right it's not really a gateway to anything other than porn and then hopefully you can go lead a life in obscurity right uh let's see a lot of girls is actually the beginning porn can lead to non-pornographic roles uh in movies and tv shows modeling contracts and even major label record deals all of which which can be attained while still in the business they treat the women like regular celebrities instead of like damaged goods and they don't freak out if they interact with children uh there are two sentai series power rangers in the past couple years that have had former porn stars and main characters and nobody gave a fuck also having sex with black men doesn't seem to carry the same negative effects that it does in american porn sometimes it seems like it actually is a career booster i've noticed girls like hitomi kitagawa and azusa nakasawa uh go on to do more movies and <laughs> i was just gonna say it's sad that i pronounce the uh japanese name i watch so much perfectly anime. yeah <laughs> yeah you just get used used to the writing yes <laughs> that shit was that shit was fucking um a character on bleach or something i was uh, like, yes yeah. oh yes yeah, i was about to say yeah that, that sounds about right yeah <laughs> anyway uh go on to do more movies and get more attention after they got banged by a group of black dudes Fun facts. Rod's favorite, Hitomi Tanaka, has a very successful gravure idol. Was a very successful gravure idol. I don't know what gravure means. Um, whose career I followed for a few years before she started doing porn and was quite shocked when I came across her first movie. I was so used to what happens to American models and actresses that when they do porn that I thought her time in the sun was over and she'd hit rock bottom. But I was even more shocked that she, she'd actually gotten more popular even though her first two movies sucked. Oh, did they? Good grief. Don't even get me started on the first two movies. But, yeah, she did, over time, get better. Um, My personal favorite is uh, the one where she's in the office. You know what I'm talking about, dog? Uh, You know what happened in that office bathroom. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That manager was uh, not aware of the sexual harassment handbook, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And I think you do, Emperor L, up top. Uh, number two, Opie isn't a genre of porn. It's all, isn't just a genre of porn. It's also the name of a porn company that features actresses with big titties, such as Mitsuki An, Julia, all capital. Oh, Julia? Is that like a white woman? Like, how's it? In the middle of all these Japanese names. Julia, uh, Aru Oshima, Nana Ayoma, and Hitomi Tanaka, of course. Of course, Hitomi Tanaka. Um, there's a variety show called Ibisu Muscats, where the entire cast are porn stars and graveyard idols, and they also have a singing group that goes by the same name. Looking forward to your thoughts on the subject. Thanks for consistently putting out a great show. Um, and yeah, I think that's awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, like Karen was about to say, basically, um, it's such a seen as such a negative for uh women especially in our society yes, to yes, yes it is to do porn and, and and i do agree with what you're saying about you're right men know women do really go out but for some right. reason for women it's just so much harder than the men the men to go out and no nah, they're not gonna put you on a casting call but dudes are joking you a high five it's not looking you you're not looked as a whore or a slut or all these well, other see, that's things the thing, attached with it that's the thing even for the dudes i because a lot of these people go to hollywood they want to be somebody you know what i mean True. they want to be actors and shit 
you can't fuck people on camera and be somebody if you're a dude it's never gonna happen basically other than being the guy who fucks people like ron jeremy can be uh on celebrity rehab if he wants but he can't be on fucking law and order you know what i mean so i'm not trying to devalue what you're saying about women i think the cultural stereotypes and negativity are worse for women but just but like in general we look at sex in such a negative way now i agree with you with that yeah our culture is so fucked up about sex that it's like yeah male people have seen your penis you can't be famous you know what i mean like it's like it's really ridiculous but i feel like it's kind of turning because you know, take a take like for some people, like take a look at uh, Kim Kardashian. She got yeah. much more famous for having that sex tape and then Ray J. Yes, she did. You and know, still I mean? is more famous than right. so, would ever be. So I feel like people are kind of turning to a certain extent. Uh, Sasha Gray, you know, even though, like he said, people don't want her around their kids and shit, which I don't understand. Like, honestly, someone did porn. So what? They're going to get around their kids. They can't help themselves. They get paid to fuck. They're not fucking your kids for free. I know it's so. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. But, um, you know, anyway, I, 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 I dug that. And, uh, I think that's pretty progressive of that culture. Uh, although I'm pretty sure the people that hear me say that are like godless Japanese heathens and all this shit. So <laughs> what do I know? Right. What do I know? Uh, memory lane mashup episodes 398 and 400 from Profess LCH. Hi, Rod and Karen. Two of your recent episodes combined gave me a trip down memory lane. The one with Chris Lambert and the other one with Amber P and Goody. Chris and I are homies. I don't know him, but he and I were reared in the same state and county, which in itself, which in of in and of itself is cool. Uh, if that was a Japanese woman's name, would have got it right. But anyway, but what took me out a bit? Uh, what took me out a bit? His mention of the high school spring musical and how that was the hotness. He ain't never lied. <laughs> that's weird man because karen and i growing up we really i don't think we had any musical club in our high school or anything Mm-mm. like that or nope we had some people that are musically inclined I, I yes i was in a play or two mm-hmm. um when i was in school but nothing like this yeah now was i acting my ass off of course i stole the show okay but this is not <laughs> yes. about me i went to your place sir you went to my play mm-hmm. i know that um yeah i stole the show man i was hilarious I took what that uh, script gave me and uh, reformed it into something funny. And, of course, since it's been pressed, LCH is... Yeah, somebody uh, got to call in. Somebody got to call. Yo, you're on with the Black Guy Tips. What's up? Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Greg. What up, Greg? What's up, dog? Uh, I was able to get through it. Um, I just want to say uh, now that uh, every time someone says, I don't see race or I, see, I don't see color, I'm just going to say stuff that say more stuff that i that i don't see like before i said i don't see football you know i don't see emails i don't see humanity um i just want to see about like when y'all did the breakdown of what be a lady um on the uh sunday show that's a very significant song to me uh because um it reminds me of the scene in um mrs outfire where uh Robert Williams gets dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And um, the last play I did in high school was Guys and Dolls, which is for where that song, the musical where that song comes from. Mm-hmm. And even though the, the version y'all had was from Frank Sinatra, and he was in the movie, he didn't play the character that sings that song. In fact, that character is actually played by Marlon Brando. So if y'all ever see that movie, you want to hear some bad singing, or want to hear The Godfather, 
try to sing <laughs> because that's exactly what I, I think of when I hear Marlon Brando uh, sing that. Um, and uh, other than that, well, you know what's funny is <laughs> if you simplify anything down to the level of which that that email, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere else that he sent us if you simplify anything down then why the fuck are there any problems on the earth like i I would be fine with his version of reality if people if people actually believed in it Mm -hmm. and you're not gonna start by getting the victims of racism to believe in it send that fucking shit to the people that have some type of authority or power to change something and go hey people that won't give black people the same credit rating because race is a fucking thing that is on application Mm -hmm. and it determines uh who gets what uh you know how much of a credit risk they are send that to them you know what i mean like don't send it to fucking me send that shit to them like it's so ridiculous all it is is a very passive aggressive shut the fuck up it's all it is so very oh you know hey i'll just i didn't know if you knew but race isn't a thing so stop talking about it like shut the fuck up that's not true uh people are just so it's it always makes people uncomfortable but it's like people try to make it seem like it they try to make it seem like it doesn't exist because it make it makes them uncomfortable and that's part of where the um you know i know i know you you make a lot of jokes about uh white privilege yeah. but i think that's part of it it definitely where is like, if it makes you uncomfortable then you know i'm gonna try to make it seem like it doesn't exist right even the idea that you could somehow educate me about um what where race comes from as if Every I'm, minority I'm person, not aware of this. Uh, every person that is not in the power group of uh, in America has not extensively thought about these things and researched it for themselves is kind of ridiculous. Is 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 patently condescending to think that? Oh shit, I didn't know that. Like, who the fuck are you gonna? These cops pulled me over because I'm a black man driving down the street in a white neighborhood. Well, did you know race is a social construct? Oh shit, my bad. Well, I'll just. Take these billy clubs to the face. So I didn't realize ah. that it was uh, such an outdated thing that I was talking about. I was so mistaken. Anyway, man, thanks for calling, Greg. All right, talk to you later. Yeah, peace. peace. All right, uh, let's see if we can get back to uh, Press LCH here uh, where we left off. Um, for what reason? Okay, yeah. Uh, what? Can? For whatever reason. Oh no, I got, I got okay. this. His mention of, uh, yeah, his mention of the high school spring musical and how it was the hotness. He ain't never lied. For whatever reason, singing, learning musical scores from Broadway shows was hot in these suburban Maryland DC streets. The sound of music, hair, Jesus Christ superstar. I learned and grew familiar with those musicals and others. But oh my God, in middle school, it was on. And my and my whole life took a different trajectory after a music teacher with massive issues and supremely stank breath denied me my Broadway future by letting his animus get in the way of an unbiased judgment and not casting me in the school's production of Guys and Dolls. Oh, instead, she could have been a Broadway star, y'all. You know, she does love herself the stage, Mm -hmm. even though she would not come on the show but that's neither here nor there <laughs> instead he gave me the prompter role which up oh, another another interruption press lch yo what's up man you on the blackout tips who is that nigga 
Man, I have missed y'all. Bruh, I've been without it. I don't know if you got my voicemail or not, but. I didn't I see a voicemail from you. Oh, did we play it last week? I think we did. I think we played it last, last week. week. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, I've been without a computer since about the day before Thanksgiving, so. Ah. I haven't oh. been seeing. Uh, hearing anything i just heard your review yesterday because i could download it to my phone of the most awesome movie of the year and that would be that django unchained yeah it was good man i loved it we enjoyed it a lot right. i don't know if it's my movie of the year or not but it's got like uh, it's just so much that I liked about it, man. But I'm a Tarantino fan at heart anyway, mm-hmm. so you know, I, yeah. I I figured that he if someone was gonna go there, it was gonna be him and he did a great job. It was and to tell you the truth, it and just like you said, there are so many things that he didn't that he really made slavery look as horrible as you can make it look and show it in a public movie because anything less and it would have had to be NC-17 mm-hmm. I mean it was it was just raw I mean that you could did you see the tears in Jamie Foxx did you see the way he fought back the tears when they ripped, when they were ripping ripping the man up with the dog yeah yeah it was cool that, I mean that was someone called like, someone called earlier and said Jamie Foxx can't act man that was just so ridiculous who that the dude who said that he didn't that Quentin Tarantino was racist and all this shit, he all, that was one of the things said. Need cast Jamie Foxx and he can't even act. It's like Man. the fuck do you watch? Jamie like what is Jamie Foxx? Who can act. who can act then in his mind? Mm. I think that film's depiction is so raw that I think I think you could walk out. I think you could make a clan member be like, hey. This this shit maybe is not what I need to be doing. <laughs> like that, that's all wrong. That that thing was because there were some situations where I just watched it and it was just uncomfortable, and it was just it was just hard to watch. And it I felt like it it, it was graphic. It was like the most you, you just couldn't you couldn't make a film any more graphic to show slavery and be able to show it. Yeah, I mean, it even showed the the ranking class within the slavery system because the brilliance about it, it showed how there was something. It showed just like the the, un, the undercover jokes that some people didn't get. Like I listened to that film critic review because you referenced it. Yeah, slash film told me how much they just did not know anything about history of the history of slavery or African American culture. They must have grew up in Canada or something. <laughs> <laughs> Really, how could you not know anything? Like, I mean, they just grew up in America, but they not black, so they can avoid it. Like I said, that show has pretty much avoided all blackness in film and media uh, since the time yeah. I've been aware of them. Yeah, and and and, uh, and it, you know that it's an accurate portrayal of things because it affects conservatives. You got conservatives being mad that this film is short because it's, it's bringing out the truth. Yep. Even though it was a fictional movie, they scared that the uh, the black people, the their blacks, the ex- exceptional niggers, are going to fuck around and, and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I went to go see that the 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 Dringo, and we got to talk about." Yeah, uh, Herm Herman Cain, what are you doing in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And what was so funny is how Samuel L. Jackson was really running the was running the show through the slave mouth. Because you think about it, if you listen to him say, if you listen to Candy, um, Candy, um, DiCaprio's character, even even that subtle joke he made about Boston, that was so funny. I thought nobody in my theater got it because you didn't think about it until. I mean, people laughed at um, Samuel L. Jackson, you know, making the joke seem more funny. Mm -hmm. But what was so funny to me is DiCaprio being from Boston making that joke. Right, <laughs> right. But, they, but the funny thing is, um, he ran the hot, if you look at it, he ran the slave through because the master was a young guy who really was raised up with a silver spoon in his mouth. Mm -hmm. So... He really didn't didn't know the business, and if you if you look at it, he really wasn't that smart himself. Because you remember when they took him into the when they took him into a place and they told him don't speak French because it embarrasses him because right. he doesn't know how to speak. So he wasn't that culture. <laughs> he was just he was just brought up with a silver spoon. So it was funny how Samuel Jackson ran the house, and he said that's how they stayed in power because there were other people willing to hold their own kind down. In yeah. order so in order for them to be on top. Yeah, I mean it was a man, just people go check out the movie if you have it if you're inclined to because uh I'm I think you'd be No, that's fine, but you know, um go check it out, people that haven't seen it if you're inclined to. Uh because I think you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised at the depth and uh the, the interactions, but also just the shock value and the fun that you have uh while watching yeah. it. Man. Uh, yes, and your review was awesome of that movie. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Brent, we yeah, got to no. get back to Professor LCH's uh, email oh, here. I'm sorry for interrupting the professor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, Girl, man. Well, I got, do I have to get one more? Yes, I do. One more thing mm -hmm. um, besides the Happy New Year. Um, the Lakers are trying, trying, trying to make a comeback. People are getting upset over the one game we lost after we won five in a row. But I really think that the Lakers are pulled through because the season don't really start at Christmas anyway. Yeah, so, I, GK, like I don't know. I'm not even really debating any Lakers hate uh, right now. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk again about it in uh, May. Like I just, it's the Lakers, yeah. dog. People acting like they're not gonna make the playoffs and shit. Like okay, we'll <laughs> we'll see, man. Like I I don't believe that, and uh, until. Uh, something crazy happening. They not in the in the hunt. In the end, they will talk. But y'all gonna be hating them in June just as much as y'all hate them right now. Cause, uh, exactly. yeah, you know, they these motherfuckers yeah, always find off. a way. Uh, but, all right, Brent, yeah, man, let me get back, dog. Yeah, uh, thanks for calling. Have Thank a good one, Brent. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Um, next. Uh, let me finish this email. Sorry, uh, Professor LCA. It's something, girl. You special. You bringing all the calls. All the men want to call during her email. <laughs> yes, they do. Try someone mad. Um, so, uh, he gave me the prompter role, which is the person who sits off stage and helps actors who stumble and forget their lines, which also meant that I had to learn the lines. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate that. Uh, it's like, line, please. Oh uh, yeah, they looking down at you, going, huh, "What? What?" Yeah, and it's like, "Alas, poor." Yeah, yes, yes. Alas, the fellow waits this. Time. Yeah. So I sat on the sidelines, attended all the rehearsals, and got opening night jetters with the all cheddar cast, except black guys who were cast as gangsters. Shaking my head. Ha! <laughs> uh, performed. Uh, he later confessed to another student issues that he didn't believe i was sufficiently mature enough to be able to handle the real role oh yes he was a professional that one mm. 
only way he meant by mature she put it in quotes like they were not developed enough or just he didn't like an attitude or i don't know what that meant uh i was there during the musical it was there during the musical that i learned luck be a lady tonight the song featured in episode 400 now i know the words and sing it with all of my heart every time i see guys and dolls on either tcm or amc it's the musical's climax number and performed by a young fine marlon brando while the gangsters are illegally gambling in an underground sewer, no women are around. The men leap, jump, and gesture while belting out harmonies in tenor, tenor, baritone, and bass around this roll of the dice. But they hear the way you broke down the non-too-subtle, sadistic, sexist, misogynistic message while playing the Frank Sinatra version, thereby bringing in the hetero gender-based inequalities as well as the organized crime undertones and a hit of danger. Oh, my God, I missed all of that. <laughs> I had no idea. Damn, Frank. I missed all of that. Damn, Frank. I, I feel I felt like I got a shiner and a broken arm while listening to it during your show. Ha. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, man. I, like I I just picked up on it by hearing the chorus during a commercial with Puff yes. Daddy, and was like, yo, this nigga think he's slick. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to get some women on here to talk about this. Um, by the way, guess the race of the music teacher. Uh, and yeah, I would have talked about, I don't know the race. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, Canadian, um, cheese eater. Karen? <laughs> I'm going white. you going white? Okay. I'm going white myself. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go one who thinks race is a social construct and, uh, you should tell that to the people who have been victimized by racism. Um, by, so anyway. That's the answer. <laughs> And I was scared to uh, fucking bring up Luck Be A Lady with like Larry or Justin because they would have just fucked it up and start acting like the joke was going along with it. So I had to, <laughs> I had to get some women on there to be like, isn't this ridiculous? Because they were like, what's wrong with that? Answer. Uh, yes, they would. that's exactly what they would have said. And she says the answer to guess the race is one who afraid to explain the ashiness is to his white wife. Uh, to explain what ashiness is to his white wife and won't tell her how to comb their child's hair. Oh, a black man dating a white woman. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. With the, the biracial child. The old Elon James, as they call it on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Watch someone take that shit out of context. Be like, Elon Rod talking about you. I know, right? <laughs> like, well, stop having swords around your white woman and your baby. You know you're gonna what you gonna do? You talking about having a baby on the show all the time, Elon. Babies should not be around swords. I hope you're gonna sword proof that house when you have that baby. Okay? Me too. Come back to us, brother. Come back. And by us, I mean people that know that swords are ratchet. Uh there's a PS to the musical story. By high school senior year, I was the student government president, way too serious about politics and on the path that led me to where I am today. Alas, no grease paint and star on the Hollywood Boulevard for me. Of course, until of course, another opportunity to do a musical rolled around. For whatever reason, I decided that in my last year of school, I was going to get that work. I auditioned for the, <laughs> ah, auditioned for the senior class play. It was a silly premise. Toys coming alive in Santa's workshop or some such stuff, but I auditioned for the role of the heroine. The audition part had singing in it, but I learned later no one sang in it. They just auditioned by running lines and acting. When they called my name, I twirled in the room, gone with the wind, fabulousness for the real housewives of Atlanta fans, and sang the song. Ah! 
and sang the song to the tune of happy birthday to you i got that ish fun episodes thanks for the walk down memory lane and the new brutal twist of an old on an old favorite professor lch official smilodon of the blackout tips uh no pps's this time uh but also i will say uh not just an, a new brutal twist a brutal arm twist and a slap across ah. the face. <laughs> and a kick in the stomach. Uh, our girl Nick the Jew writes in, Hey Rod and Karen, I, it says, Look, don't be a bitch. It's the title of this. <laughs> I love Nick. It's the title of this email. Uh, I heard the gay bat signal, but I couldn't listen live. So I'm a bit late in answering, but right on time for the feedback show as the official thespian of the podcast with merchandise to verify. I got y'all on the luck be a lady song. Luck be a lady is from the musical comedy guys and dolls, which I performed in twice young. Dog. Mm-hmm. Not only in is the song wildly sexist, the show synopsis is tons of inappropriate fun. It's the story of a bunch of good hearted gangsters who play in a rotating crap game in New York city city the main man sky masterson <laughs> that just sounds like a white man's name of the time yes uh sent <laughs> meets an uptight religious chick no this wasn't the part i played who <laughs> he manages to get to agree to go to havana cuba with him where she gets drunk and stars a bra a bra a bar bra uh the other main dude nathan detroit Nathan Detroit never play craps with a man named Na- after the city. Nathan. Mm-mm. Not Nathan Detroit. Never oh. play anything <laughs> with a man named after. They call that thing like Texas Slim. Oh, you oh, put oh. those cards down, you walk away from the table, mm-hmm. sir. Kansas Crazy Run. Yeah. Um, uh, Nathan Detroit has been engaged to his girlfriend, Adelaide, for 14 years. She's a performer at a nightclub called The Hot Box, complete with a strip. The Hot no- Box. Mm hmm. <laughs> Complete with the strip number. Yes, this is the part I played twice. She doesn't get hey. naked. Don't worry. Wait, why would I be worried if you got naked or not? That's why. <laughs> she no, don't get naked, Nick Jew. Don't take it off. Uh, <laughs> it's like no, I would like two tickets. Uh, didn't oh, know uh, what? Yes, didn't know people was taking it off in this show. Uh, appreciate I'll be that. There. That's yeah. how you sell some Broadway tickets. I know it's so. Uh, who longs to be a housewife? So she's a hoe that wants to be turned to a housewife. I get it deep 1950s the plot thickens when the guy throws their crap game at the mission where the uptight chicks work the uptight chick works while she's in cuba being a hoe misunderstandings and hijinks ensue but it all works out in the end love y'all love the show the black T- tbgwt nation nice tits and happy kwanzaa <laughs> <laughs> kisses but not on the lips because i don't know everybody like that nick the jew Mwah. thank you nick jew yes. kisses back to you J4 writes in, feedback and shit. <laughs> ah! What up, Rod and Karen? I just wanted to say that I can't get enough of talking about Django. Shit was just great. But really, I just wanted to give feedback one last time in 2012. Rod, I just wanted to say that I love your ability to be intellectually ratchet. Karen, I love your random jokes out of nowhere. I, for, I forever think of Mystical trying to work on his day off and your Elmo impersonation. See you guys in 2013. J4. P.S. If you hate Django, slap yourself. Nigga, 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 nigga. Paul Mooney said, saying nigga makes your teeth whiter. Mm, okay. Um, also, I, I forgot to do this, but, um, we also did have people that kept adding nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, let me, let me see if I can get back to that thread, but cause, um, I'm, I'm sure they, uh, would like to have their shit read, man, which is totally, oh, yeah. totally a ball drop on my part, people. Um, so my bad. 
Let me see if I can find the tippies real quick. Uh, you can find it by going to the blackoutest.com and uh, just searching tippies. Oh my God, it's at 41 comments. Mm hmm. Uh, so people have been nominated. They've been on it. We thank you, y'all. Yeah. Um, let me see what's been nominated since the last uh, week's show, which was, I believe, on the 22nd. I think we shouldn't have that many. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Ashley Three Classes, Three Classy says, I nominate Simp and Saturday as the best episode. Amber P is the best guest. And best group is Cole Slither Crew. Uh, Raph De La Ghetto says best group straight out of low cash, best individual dark hater. And Big Bank Hank says love the episodes of Straight Out of Low Cash, Morgan Campbell and Bomani Jones. So, thanks guys for uh yes. writing in and stuff. Uh, Keep we appreciate it. She got a few more weeks, y'all. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for today. Uh, so uh, until um tomorrow, tomorrow. I don't think we even have a guest. It'll probably just be me and Karen. We'll see what happens between now and those twenty four hours or whatever. Um but uh we'll talk to you guys then. Um you know where to go, the blackouttest.com. Hit the about section if you want to get out of contact info. Uh follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D A T. The show Twitter is T B G W T. And uh we have Google Plus, Facebook, all these things, people, all that social media, Tumblr. Tumblr. Even. Yeah. Uh so make sure you guys check that out. Um and uh oh yeah for those wondering i'll put this question on the screen while we're still on the air uh i did win my fantasy league in the all black league of uh, i beat my brother in the championship by one point i know right which With makes it even makes it even sweeter even better he was so mad i managed to bring it up at every single chance i got during family vacation uh christmas I was when I saw him. I said, "Oh, if it isn't second place in the league, come walking up over here." So yeah, um, I won first place, so it was cool, man. Um, and uh, he was uh, mad. He was waiting all the way until uh, Wednesday when score corrections come out to see if he could get that W. But I don't slip, player. I keep my grip like a handle, and uh, I blew that chump out like a candle. Mm-hmm. Shout out to. Uh, vanilla ice. Yeah, and the blackout who tip leagues. I only think I made the playoffs in that one. Uh, yeah, I don't think. No, you did. I beat you the first week of the playoffs. Uh, oh, okay. During the wild cards. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I beat you down like you stole something. Okay, like I beat you up like like uh like Django getting that white slave master in slow motion. It was uh egregious what I did to you. Um, I like the way you plead, girl. Maybe you need to be uh, a lady tonight, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a PPR league, so, yeah. Uh, Both of them are. Yeah, so. No, no, no. Now, the Blackout Tips League is not PPR. It's the first oh, league I've ever done. Oh, that's why they had that old crazy screwed up scoring. Yeah, it's the first league I've ever done like that with ESPN standard mm-hmm. scoring. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's going to continue to be a no, thing. Because I it didn't have time to set it up. I just had, I just was like, uh, whatever the default options are. I had like one day to do the draft. So, uh, yeah, I doubt I would do that shit again. No, <laughs> we would not. Yeah, you know, and I was wondering why, you know, it would be like this crazy scoring because I'm used to PPR. So, I guess that's another rule. You got to pay and you better be PPR. Yeah. I standard, you. ESPN standard scoring is the most 
most unpredictable shit I've ever seen. They don't even, they're not even close. Like when they do their predictions, their shit is never even close. Like it's a ridiculous, uh, thing, but, um, all right. Yeah. So, uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Of course, people in the chat will stay and answer your questions afterwards. Um, but people that aren't on Spreecast watching the show live, you're going to have to go watch the replay or you'll never know what we said about you. Cause this is when we talk about all the people that aren't here. Um, yes. all right, man. So, uh, we'll be back tomorrow until next time. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. much going on with me, man. I'm trying to hold it in the road. Wake up in the morning, roll a blunt, and then I count faint. Pull out the garage, hit a button, and then the top faint. You ain't from the A, all you really did was migrate. Asking me if I'm great. Yeah, bitch, I'm great. Swerving down P Street. Yeah, bitch, I'm straight. Every day my birthday. Yeah, bitch, I get cake. You I taught you better Take all this cash Grab on his ass Write that trick of love Came up a ballin' G Growed up a bunny C Got me a Chevy Swap feet Twice the same week Shawty say she want me Shawty know I run things We used to wear the mask Like Friday the one three. Then I found out I had that pimp In my bloodstream Got me one hoe And then I got me a whole team Had a starting fire With a bench on so for every bitch I got, she got a bitch on the side. Pimp all day, I even pimp in my sleep. When I wake up, I smoke a blunt before I eat. Hope don't violate. Bitch, you know I taught you how to take all this cash, grab on his ass, run that trick and Pimp all day, I even pimp in my sleep. When I wake up, I smoke a blunt before I eat. Hope don't violate. You know I taught you better Take all this cash, grab on his ass I got money up on my mind, I got cash up on my brain I got green up in my eyes and I ain't finna pass it, man Never let a penny pass, never let a dollar disappear And if you don't understand me, bitch, I'll make it crystal clear Come Coming down the gulfway, passing by the scalpo Candy on the car, nigga, pop my trunk, they have no choice But to watch the neon lights with my name lit Pimp a hoe, stack the dough Yeah, I'm on that same shit Lame, sit your ass up in the stands And eat a hot dog This is for the big bosses, boy And you are not hog Never been an eagle, man I never seen you soar through the sky Looking super fly Cause you paid off a whore You are not a pimp But that don't pimp You a fraud Buying pussy on the side Instead of trying to break the broad We don't do that over here Matter of fact, we never did So keep your distance from the circle, we ain't with that tricky shit, bitch. Pimp all day, I even pimp in my sleep. When I wake up, I smoke a blunt before I eat. Hope don't violate. Bitch, you know I taught you better. Take all this cash, grab on his ass, run that trick Pimp all day, I even pimp in my sleep. When I wake up, I smoke a blunt before I eat. Hope don't violate. You know I taught you better Take all this cash, grab on his ass Why don't you get me? Look at your eyes wide open
Scoping, scoping, roping, hold it, throw a bread. Pussy wet like April showers, twerking power, thorough head. Get deep in the mind of a pro. Take on what she never been, but where she wanna go. Unless she in the comfort of a monster with a my piece that I reach her on strolls. Pimp shit, get risky and quick. Tell a bad bitch how I feel. Never lay back, gotta make a quarter. If it ain't a high roller, keep that pussy seat. So motherfucker, can you buy that? At the rhythm of a bass drum. Hit the club by the bar like a star. Take another nigga bitch. Now that a nigga say something. I seen pimps and you ain't one. You're not close to me. I remember think a real nigga spoke to me. You act like